who among us doesn't enjoy a good mystery? And especially when solving it means that I get to bring out my competitive side, even if it's just me against the clock, I just can't wait to uncover all the secrets. So June's Journey is a game that is completely up my alley, and I think you'll love it too. In June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game, you play as June Parker, who's on a quest to solve her sister's murder and uncover her family's many secrets. Each chapter brings you deeper into the story, and it's set in the Roaring Twenties, so beyond uncovering clues, you get to experience the glitz and glamour of the time. June's Journey is definitely not a game I play mindlessly, which I love because I get genuinely invested and a lot of it is a race against time, so there's a little fun added pressure of trying to find the clues as quickly as you can in each scene. There are also tons of ways to customize the island that you're on, learn more about the characters, and then new chapters are added weekly, so you really can't run out of things to explore. So if you think you're up to solve this case, download June's Journey for free today on iOS or Android or play on PC through Facebook games. June needs your help, detective. If you're still deciding on your spring break getaway, Amtrak's got just the ticket. You can visit cities from DC and Philly to New York and Boston, all while enjoying more sustainable travel. Amtrak produces up to 83% less carbon emissions than traveling by car or plane. And did we mention the extra legroom and comfy seats? Book early and save at Amtrak.com. Click or tap the banner. Emissions comparisons vary depending on route and locomotive type. Restrictions may apply. Let's hang out. Let's hang out. And let's talk about what lessons about. Let's hang out. And let's listen to two lesbians shout. Let's hang out. Let's hang Hi guys, welcome back to Les Hangout, a podcast that is bursting at the seams with queer. From the East Coast, I'm Ellie Brigida. And from the West Coast, I'm Lee Holmes Foster. And just a couple pre-show announcements, we want to remind you guys that we now have merch available, so you can check out our Tee Public store. It is at tpublic.com slash leshangoutpod. We have a ton of good stuff that you can get there. If you're looking for other ways to help support the podcast, we also have a Patreon. Tons of fun things that we do, including watch parties, uh, including downloads of our songs. So check those out. Uh, We would love that. Yeah. We're really excited about this episode. This is episode 14, Fancy Pants. And we are so pleased to be joined by Gabby Kirschberg and Natasha Jashan, the ladies behind Dapper Tomboy. Guys, thank you so much for taking the time to meet with us. Uh, Welcome. To Les Hangout. Thank you. Thank you. We're so happy Yay. to be here. <laughs> Tell our listeners a little bit about yourselves, a little bit about uh, what Dapper Tomboy is. Well, I started Dapper Tomboy in 2013 as like basically for myself. It was a Tumblr for myself <laughs> for style purposes to like get inspiration. And then it suddenly turned into this big thing where like people were very much into it and then wanted to share their own style. And then it became literally all just people sharing their style, inspiring like people who are basically um, maybe not afraid to wear, you know, men's clothing. And yeah, it just turned into like this big thing. It has a huge following. We have like 55,000 followers on like Tumblr. And then Natasha joined a little over a year ago. um, We started an Instagram and that also now has... 13k following and it's just this huge thing and everyone I we get messages all the time and people are just like thank you like I just like it's something that they don't have in their lives it's not something you see every day is women in these clothes and it's just amazing I yeah love. so did you guys know each other beforehand or how did you meet 
<laughs> um, we you actually, yes, we, <laughs> we actually met over Tumblr because Natasha asked me for style advice. I messaged Gabby and I was like, I was kind of flirting. Kind of, yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. Kind of flirting. Were you the Tumblr like, girlfriend? Was that you? Yes. Okay. <laughs> no, 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 we didn't have, no, we didn't get it to that point. <laughs> no. But I was like, I was like, hey, I'm looking for like men's clothes or something like that. And I yeah, was like, do you ba- have any advice? Basically asking for where to shop and I, yeah. I helped out a little and then we figured, we found out that we like lived really close, really close to each other. And then it turned into like, let's go out. And we like both went on a we date. went on a date. A date that you we didn't know was necessarily a date, but like I made I made moves at the end. She did, which so. is unlike you. <laughs> I mean but yeah. Oh and then and then Gabby made a YouTube video about it, which we just oh, we found just again discovered recently. this YouTube video. I used to make YouTube How videos. How do we find it? Yeah. <laughs> oh god, I don't even know what my YouTube channel is, but it's called I think it's called Being Gabby. But I made a video and I watched it and it said something about like I just went on a date this like not that long ago and, and I you was really like, liked her. And I really liked this person. I was like nervous <laughs> and I was like, who the fuck am I talking about? And it was Natasha. <laughs> she was like, Who did I go on a date with? And like, she was like and then she messaged me. She was like, Oh my god, I'm talking about you in this video. That's incredible. Oh was- That's the worst though, when you find like when you find like old like, old things that you don't even remember doing like that. Oh, my God. Yeah, look, I literally watch my old videos, and I'm like, I did that? Why did I dress that way? Why did I look like that? <laughs> but it's so funny because, like, true. we're such good friends now, yeah. and, like, totally... We're in love. Like, we're in, we're in bro love. Yeah, in bro love, yeah. We have a best friend romance over here. <laughs> but it's just really funny because people ask us how we met, and we're like, we actually, we went on a date. I love that. Oh, my God. I feel like that's one of the most, like, lesbian ways to meet, start, like, <laughs> go on a date be Literally. like eh, i love you but not in that way let's start a business together yeah. Yeah. like, like what? exactly <laughs> right <laughs> literally that's so, how me and leah yeah, no i'm just amazing. kidding <laughs> i mean right I'll, I'll find my youtube video one day like, don't worry oh my god <laughs> no but it is so like my when my wife and i started dating uh in college and it, it was like Facebook messages, you know, like we still, I think we printed them out at one point because we were afraid, like, what if Facebook ever deletes these? We like have these printed out copies of like early Facebook messages (laughs) where we're just like, these are the most embarrassing thing ever, like bury them. (laughs) (laughs) That's incredible. I wish I still had my messages from Natasha. That would have been, I would frame it. (laughs) (laughs) That's your birthday present this year. Get ready. I bet you can find it. I might. (laughs) Now you guys got me thinking. I'm segueing us back on track because because uh, yeah. otherwise we will just talk about early dating stories and bad YouTube videos forever. Um, Dapper Town Boy, so started as a Tumblr, now has sort of the blog, the Instagram. What's the goal? Like, what's the what's the mission of it? What does it do? What do you have on it? Like, Gabby started this, and I really wanted to join her um, in it because I believed in it so much, and I was like, when we were young, like we didn't feel comfortable dressing this way now it's better but like if we can inspire other women and anybody out there to like dress the way that they want to i think instagram and tumblr have this great ability to like show people other people that express themselves so authentically whereas like they might not have those people around them in real life yeah so i think that's pretty much the mission right? yeah it's the mission is just to get the word out there because at first it was just like me and my like inspirations of like celebrities and stuff like that and then it turned into like everyone else like people from all over the world yeah like posting sending us their photos and like 
And now it's Instagram. People tag us in their photos and that's how they get onto the page. And it's just like, these people are from everywhere. Like I go on people's pages that post this. I'm like, holy shit, like this person's from Italy. This person's from the UK. Like it's everywhere. It's such a great thing. I mean, we just got started like after the year of the Instagram, it was like, maybe we should do like parties or something. And people, we talked to people about it and they were like, oh my God, if I can wear a suit and tie somewhere, like I'm going to be there. Like <laughs> no, many women don't like have jobs where you could wear that or like things in general in life so like yeah to get invited to a place where you can dress up it was like a huge thing for us and I mean our first party was pretty successful so that was exciting and everyone dressed up like we knew who was there for us like it was incredible where was the first party we had it actually at a bar called the Rosemont because it was our first thing we we looked up researched like so much stuff and it's pretty expensive to have a party so this bar was like you can invite as many people as you want and let's do it so like <laughs> we had over hundreds of RSVPs and it was so many people showed up and everyone was dressed up like no one that was there for us was not dressed up in a bow tie or a, oh my like, God. a suit, tie a suit. it didn't matter if you were femme or butch or any of those labels it was like everyone was just celebrating like being able to like you know express themselves however they want it was it was kind of fun it was it was crazy it was like, really it was really cool to see like a physical manifestation of like like everything we've been doing online that's crazy so how do you pick the people like how do you pick who you showcase well we get so many that it's like honestly for for like instagram purposes they have to be like high quality mm -hmm. photos but other than that, like, we really, like, purposefully keep it diverse. We try to keep like, it diverse. We try, like, yeah, most likely it's high quality photos. Like, some people just, like, post, tag us in photos of, like, their face or something that you're like, <laughs> um, that doesn't really go with, where's your style is, in that? Is your but, face like, wearing then, a bow tie? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, like, there's, like, little things that, like, you know, coincide. So if you're showing a full outfit and your photo's high quality, like, it immediately is, like, interest to us. Like, Instagram has a new thing where you can, like, bookmark your posts. Like, so we bookmark people. So it's, like, you can go on their photo and besides like it, you can click the bookmark thing and it gets saved into, like, like, a save saved it. folder of, like, of, yeah. like, everyone that we're, like, okay, these are all, like, the amazing photos that we get tagged in. And then from there, it's, like once or twice a day of like that getting posted i'm just gonna start yeah. sending you pictures of my face i mean that's <laughs> oh my god <laughs> do it um as long as it's a high quality picture of your face lee <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 a high quality H photo hd, HD. yeah <laughs> that's amazing oh though i feel like the party to me does does boston still have like really gay bars do those still yes happen? i just went to one literally last night no joke <laughs> i feel like i feel like that's all i get pictures like that but with like dapper as fuck yeah everywhere. like that's the thing that's with like boston i always everyone just in a flannel like we we are so dressed down <laughs> like i would love an excuse to dress up for a night so i feel like like it's incredible yeah. that you guys it's do the that best. it's the best feeling it like honestly like when i put a suit on it's like immediate confidence mm -hmm. yeah like it feels so good Yes, women in suits are everything. And then uh, looking at women in suits is just like, <laughs> yeah, that's really why we throw these parties. Yeah. So we can look at women in suits. Well, and let's talk about women in suits because you were mentioning, you know, it started out where you were posting a lot of celebrities. I feel like there's a lot going on right now where like you're seeing more, right? Like we're seeing a lot more women in suits. Like I know, um, oh, what show is it? Is it like, oh, um, I know what you're talking about, Agents of Shield. Agents Shields. of Shield, yeah, and they all wore suits. Yes. All the women showed up in suits, and it was the best photo I've ever yes. seen. People like Evan Rachel Wood, you know, go out in suits a lot. And I think, especially just recently, I mean, how do you not talk about Janelle Monet? 
Uh, oh my god. We literally just watched it before getting on. <laughs> yeah. The like, music again, video is again. literally, both of the music videos that came out, like, I literally died. <laughs> it was incredible. Yeah. Um, so, so what are some of the other, you know, who are the celebrities that were showing up on the Tumblr way back in the day? And who are the celebrities that, that you see now? I mean, way back in the day, it honestly was like, a, maybe a lot of Kristen Stewart. <laughs> She was always a tomboy. Like, Kristen Stewart, Ellen Page, people who, like, technically weren't out of the closet in 2013. But yeah. we all knew. But we all knew. And they were they were dressing way more masculine. Ellen Page was huge for me. Like, Ellen Page was someone who, like, I loved um, in the movie, like, Whip It and stuff like that. Like, I followed her and I was like, this girl. Like, in the movie Whip It, she plays a straight character and she's wearing, like, men's boxers or men's briefs in the movie. And I thought it was like, oh, my God, this woman's wearing briefs. And she's wearing all these tomboy clothes, and, like, it was just incredible. She was featured, Kristen Stewart, Evan Rachel Wood, obviously Janelle Monae, we just said. Mostly even like, them. Even, like, Pink. Oh, Pink, yes, always, Pink yeah. was always... On, like, the foreground Always on of... the tomboy everything. Oh, uh, the girls from The L Word, obviously. Of course. <laughs> oh, yeah, obviously. Even on that show, they had terrible fashion sense, They didn't but... really have great fashion, but there was tomboy fashion in it. There like, was, It was yeah. inspiring to see that on TV. Like, this was, you know, this was... Who do you everyone. most feature now? I feel like if you look on it, there's some like Instagram models or stuff that you feature that maybe are less known, but more known in the queer community. Yeah. Um, maybe um, like, like Madison Page. Madison Page. Madison or Mads. Page. She goes by Mads. Mads Page. She's awesome. And she's like a huge androgynous model right now. And she's doing great. I actually met her. You, you, you She at met her Woods. at a bar in Brooklyn, which I was and like. She, I, wait, wait. The best part is that she recognized me from Dapper <gasps> That's Tom incredible. Ward. And I told Gabby, and she was like, oh, that's cool. I was like, how are you not more excited about this? I was, I was like, flipping out. I was like, I gave my phone to my friend. I was like, take a picture, take a picture. You made it. it you fit, that's it. I got, like, I literally got a photo, like, oh, my God, oh, my God. I'm like, what the fuck's going on? It's like, I met Madison Page. <laughs> oh, my God. I was like, that's awesome. That's incredible. Yeah, that's when you know you've made it. Yeah. Uh, right? I mean, I've gotten recognized before, or, like, I've had people, like, tell people, like, oh, blah, 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 my friend is Dapper Tomboy, and they're like, what? <laughs> and I'm like, don't tell people that. Like, I don't want people I to I remember know. the first time that I met you two, my, the first thing Sydney said was basically, she was like, yeah, you guys are internet famous, and, like, so is Ellie. And I was like, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> as famous as you guys. <laughs> oh, my God. You're uh, like, yes, we are. Is if I walked around being like, oh, I'm Dapper Tomboy, like people would maybe know who I am, but I don't tell people who I am. And like, I don't, we don't post each other like all mm -hmm. the time that like people 100% recognize us, like, but they recognize the name, which yeah. I yeah. love. It's you don't, you cool. don't go around just wearing a, a name tag that says, you know, I'm Dapper, Dapper Tomboy. Tomboy. <laughs> I mean, future, in the future, I would like to get like merch, like pins, yes. oh, yeah, t-shirts, oh, hats, God, that's like, all our, different that's stuff. That's in the near future, yeah. Near future of Dapper Tomboy, get ready. You need one of the, like the t-shirts with the tie printed on it, you know, like the suit and tie Oh my God. <laughs> that's pretty brilliant. <laughs> exactly. Okay, I'll take commission oh for that God. design, <laughs> you know, whenever that happens. We'll, we'll give you 1%. <laughs> Also, that'll work. Take it. <laughs> so you guys oh feature a lot of celebrities, but you guys also dress up a lot yourselves, right? So you said sometimes you're you're featured on the Instagram. What is your most authentic aesthetic? What do you feel the most comfortable wearing? I'm a classic girl. I like a t-shirt and jeans, but I'm also very like black and white. Like if you go in my drawers, it's like black and white t-shirts. <laughs> like that's what I own. And then besides like a classic button down, but like the last picture I literally just posted is like black and white 
and gray like all incorporated into each other but yeah, I like, like to dress clean like I'm just very easy yeah but you like, like look at her shirt it's like patterns like Natasha's way more I'm still like kind of on me. the gray scale but she, yeah but I I think I'm like Gabby's more like I, I think you'd like like a simpler style where I like like to get a little more artistic with it um, because she's an artist Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. For, thanks. <laughs> Just shouting that out. Your body um, is your canvas. Okay. Yes. I mean, but honestly, like, I don't like like bright colors or anything like that either. I like to keep it like natural, like neutral colors. In terms of style, I like I like menswear and womenswear. Um, it's good to incorporate them both, and I always tell people that because they're like, I can never find a men's outfit that fits me right now. I'm like, if you go into the women's department and find a women's button down that fits you properly yeah. and mix that with like other clothing, like. You can make that tomboy look work without it being fully menswear. Yeah. It's very easy. I would say, like, I would wear, like, drop crotch jeans, like, maybe, like, heeled boots, um, and, like, a black shirt and, like, a long coat, right? Yeah. Something like oh, that. Yeah. Exactly. And then, like, we rock, both of us rock suspenders from we time to time. I love suspenders, and I want, like, every kind of suspender that exists. <laughs> <laughs> so it's funny because I just, I have to mention, as, so I'm from New England originally, and, and out in California now, but uh, my wife's from here, and her whole family's out here, and they are convinced that, like, New England does not wear colors. Like, everything, <laughs> everything you wear is, like, gray, earth tones, neutral. So we are just reinforcing that Honestly, right now. Just, they're not wrong, just though. Out I went out with my uh, No, I know. Yeah, I went out with my friends on Thursday. Like, we were all wearing black. I was like, it just How does it happen? Like, it's just, like, sleeker. Like, my leather jacket is, like, my mm-hmm. go-to. Yeah, like, exactly. A leather... Okay, if you could think of the most classic look, it's a leather jacket, a white tee, like, and jeans. Yeah, yeah like, a G, like a G-Eazy look. Literally the easiest look and it can look good always like it's gonna look good always no matter what decade it is like like it always looks good it's hot yeah it's hot it's really hot so what i want to know because you touched on this a little bit with saying go to the women's section find a button down that fits you um buying clothes it is hard right like i'm so i'm five two i'm fairly petite trying to find like Men, I mean, forget men's, even just, like, androgynous clothing that's not, like, little boys' clothes that's, like, completely formless. Uh, it's tough, right? So where do you where do you guys go for, like, to go shopping? Where do you buy stuff? Where do you find things? Where do you tell people to go look for stuff? I mostly tell people because I always, always people are, like, they can't, you know, afford luxury always, you know? Or so, tailored. Yeah, or, or tailored. We're all look, millennials. Like like that. So We're like, poor. We get it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're all yeah. poor. Like H&M and Forever 21, both of their men's departments sell extra small, which I mostly wear extra small. And most things, but then I can also integrate into small. And they sell like, like I'm wearing H&M jeans right now, men's jeans. And they fit me perfectly. Uh, like, H&M is a go-to that I always tell people. Are I'm you 6'2"? Like, believe me, they run small. <laughs> no. No. Like, also, their men's pants come in, like, you can get the length. Like, they tell you the length. Oh, like, can you? 30, 32. Which is great, because some places are just, like, way too long or way too short. Yeah, like, my, my problem with men's pants is always that they're too long on me. Like, I mean, I'm 5'7". I'm not short. But, like, I guess women have, like, hips. And 
relative to other women, I do, do not have hips. Mm. <laughs> but, relative to, but, same with like boobs, which people always like, oh, I can't find like a men's shirt that fits me right because of boobs. And I'm like, okay, I don't have that problem, but I mean, completely <laughs> understand what you mean. As someone who does wear button downs and is now dealing with like, let's be real, dude, pregnancy, your boobs get enormous and that's a real thing. Like none of my button downs, <laughs> none of the buttons button anymore. Like not a single one. Oh man, I can't imagine. It's But I can't imagine trying to have bought button downs if this was like what I naturally had. I mean, I'm hoping they'll go away yeah. eventually, but yeah, it's hard. Yeah. I don't know how women would I find mean, button downs that fit. The button downs that fit me the best are like women's button downs. Yeah. yeah. Like I would say, uh, oh, what is it? Brooks Brothers. I have one really nice white shirt and it's from Brooks Brothers and it's a women's shirt. But like J. Crew Brooks Brothers, like they make their women's shirts with like men's cuts. Mm. I also could say add on to that of like Banana Republic. I, yes. My like suit shirts, I own two like nice suit shirts, and those are both women's from Banana Republic. And it's because your cut, it's cut around like your waist or yeah. I don't know your mid yeah. area. So they fit like they fit boobs, they fit hips, they fit and everything. They can still but they are tomboy. like, but they're a men's cut. Yeah, like they button all the way to the top, and they like, and they're they fit your arms, and they fit everything. So that's what I also hate about a lot of some of women's shirts is that they're missing a button in the middle. You have a button here and a button all the way yep. on the top, and for some reason they don't put a button here. <laughs> and it's like I have bought women's shirts that I love, and I'm like I'm like attempted to sew on an extra button because between <laughs> your boobs and your neck, there's just like not a button. There's just a most gap. shirts like women. Yeah, women. You just like wear open. your shirts open. Yeah. I'm like, but not everyone wants to do that. <laughs> so, but like H and M, all the stores that we just mentioned, and like, I mean, for mostly like men men shirts, I like I shop at Top Man, and oh, they Top sell is the best. Really small clothes, like they go to all the way to extra 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 small. I haven't tried their suits yet, which is on my list. Okay, <laughs> but you can find a lot there. But but when yeah, you do, but- there will be photos on the Instagram. There will yeah, be photos okay. of us. On- we should go to Top Man today and try and see. We should. We should. <laughs> what do you guys think of some of those online companies that are like specifically for androgynous, but where they'll tailor your suits exactly to you? We love Wild Fang. Like Wild Fang is a huge brand for us. They're very one. They're very feminist. Two. I mean, they've started making suits specifically for like tomboy women and androgynous women and they're literally a tomboy brand and that's what I love about them. And even some of their clothes are, are considered like a men's brand, but they sell it for women and it like, it fits right. I have a couple of their t-shirts. I mean, their suits are something I definitely want to get into, but, um, they're, they are a little pricey and it's because they are small brands and they can't afford to sell their clothes. Like, like forever 21 or H and M that are selling their clothes at like really cheap well and and are manufacturing them for a lot cheaper i'm sure as well exactly manufacture so they have to sell them at like the price that is right and like it's it sucks sometimes because like i mean we all not everyone can afford it but like their clothes are great quality and they are literally a tomboy brand which is so incredible to see and there's a lot of those coming out um which is just so incredible it's something that I'm like, this is going to change everything. And I'm like hoping that like big brands can step into like the unisex brand because it's really not that hard. I was talking to a brand that I work with about sweaters because they literally their main thing is men's sweaters. I'm like, if you just made your sweaters like two sizes smaller, you can gear them towards women because sweaters are not something that are form fitting necessarily. So I'm like, why not sell women's sweaters? Like, it's so easy to 
to sell things unisex yeah. that it's just like ridiculous that people don't do and it. And then yet. I won't have my heart broken every time I see a men's sweater that I'm like, I need it and it's 14 yeah, sizes and it's too, too big. big for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Sleeves out like four inches past my hands. Yeah, that's great. I would say though, if you're like a smaller woman, like you can definitely shop in like a boys section. Oh yeah. And, I've shopped in the boys section. And um, I mean, I guess, I guess it really depends on your body type. Like we're try- like here, we're generalizing like where to shop and everything, but like for every woman, it's going to be different. Yeah. So we're going to have different advice for every woman. But like, if you're talking about like tailoring, like there's Karen Finch, right? Karen Finch. Yeah, where yeah. they like, they cater to women and menswear and they tailor shirts for women. So like there are small brands, you know, that are worth supporting and, you know, like they might be more expensive. Yeah. But it's... Well, if you're willing to also like for suiting and tailoring, like most people like you buy that that one suit you're going to wear all the time. You know, you're not right. buying it for that one occasion. You're buying it for like all the occasions. Right. So it's worth dropping the money to spend something that's going to fit you correctly and going to look freaking good. <laughs> so you got to do it. You got to yeah. do it. Or, it really is worth it. get it fitted. I mean, that's the other thing, because especially, yeah. so my wife sews a lot, and she has recently gotten a lot more into making clothes, and that's, like, my new thing is I'm just like, make me stuff that actually fits me, or, you know, alter something to fit, because it does, it makes a huge difference, you know, mm-hmm. in terms of just having it fit your body correctly, because yeah. it doesn't always, you know, and especially when you do have to kind of resort to, you know, like shopping in the boys section and it it will fit you, but it's not fitted to you, you know, things like that. So, yeah. And I think that's something that also, uh, you know, we're starting to see more of, especially with millennials who are poor and don't have a ton of money, but we can learn how to sew or we can learn how to, you know, hem pants or we can learn how to do stuff. I know Jessica Nicole, I think makes her wife a lot of stuff where, you know, running into the same problem, like wanting menswear that's smaller, but isn't, fitted or isn't very feminine you know and and the easiest thing to do is just just make it yourself so yeah, yeah. I mean the the time it takes it may be an investment or maybe you know financial investment but if you get that one that one thing that's just the right fit the right style yeah it makes a whole lot of difference mm-hmm. yeah yeah I got this vest for a wedding my dilemma is like dressing it down do you know what I mean I probably spent like $100 on this vest, bought it and got it tailored and everything. But then you're like, okay, how many times can I wear this vest and how many different ways can I wear this freaking vest? Yeah. You can wear it to our next Dapper Tomboy. Yes. yes you can yes. wear it to our Well. <laughs> Do it up. Uh, weddings, though. I mean, that's another thing. Oh, my God. Sorry. I can say like weddings. I've worn a suit to basically every wedding I've been to. And it's like really hard, too, because... People mistake you as a waiter. Yes. <laughs> you don't want to be mistaken as a waiter. It's like, can I get another drink? Like, excuse me, I don't work here. Uh. <laughs> like, I've been mistaken. So, like, it's always hard to wear. Because, like, I'm, like I said, I'm a classic. Look, I like the black jacket, white shirt, black tie. Like, and that's also a waiter. I wore style. that exact outfit to the wedding that I went to. And people <laughs> people yeah. thought I was a server, too. <laughs> it's so hard as a woman to, like, be... Like, every man is wearing that at the event. So, like, why is the women mistaken as the waitress? Oh so, I'm, like, my recent thing is, like, of trying to find maybe, like, um, a tie that's, like, a little more different colored or even a jacket that's maybe, like, maroon or something, like, a way different color than what hopefully the waitresses or waiters would be wearing. Oh, my God. If you find a maroon jacket, 
just send it to me. <laughs> I will <laughs> I will tell you about it. But like that's also like the thing I want to find. Like I would really love to find like I work at a men's clothing company and they sell like these navy suits and that are like so nice. I'm like, can you make a women's one? Cause like that would be the goals. Cause like most men could easily go to anywhere and find any color suit, but when women dress up, it's literally always like the main things are black and white and you get mistaken as a unless waiter. you're Janelle yeah. Monet and Django Jane and then you just have this Exactly. Collection of oh like fifteen gosh. different she colored has, like, suits every that color. look bomb on you. The whole rainbow uh, oh. with like the whole like gold necklace oh and the God. crown. Yeah. Oh, come on! Oh my oh God. God! Okay, okay. If we'll only. take a minute. We'll take a minute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah oh, woo. I need let's a grab, glass of water. Grab another drink. We'll be back in five. Uh, another okay. shot of tequila. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Let's get some tequila. Like, you know, I think menswear is starting to head in that direction right now. There's a lot more you know, colors, you're seeing a lot more, like, options for men's suits, which I think is amazing because I love them. But yeah, I'm waiting, like, if that could trickle down. So you guys obviously look very dapper now. I would like to know how you got there. The other day I was thinking about what I wore in middle school. Oh my god. <laughs> I was just like, girl. <laughs> oh god, middle school I wore, like, worst. an Aeropostal teal um, sweat, oh, sweatsuit. 100%. Like, a lot of days. Oh my gosh. Fashion evolves. <laughs> so Fashion does evolve. What was your most embarrassing middle school outfit and then how has it evolved since then? Oh my god, I have such a good one. Okay, um, tell it. It's so bad. Like the fact, I have really bad memories so the fact that I remember this is just like how traumatizing it was and the fact that like I was like convinced by my family that I looked good in it. But I have, I have like, two younger sisters and my mom, and, like, they just, like, convinced me that I looked amazing. And it was, like, an award ceremony, so I was, like, so, like, confident, like, going up to stage getting my award. I was wearing... I think it was from Limited 2. I was wearing a pink furry vest, like a baby pink furry vest. <laughs> like cropped. It was like a cropped furry vest and a matching hat, like a matching furry hat. <laughs> Brim hat or like what kind of hat? No, like a like a fitted like, like I don't a even know like what it's called. Hat? Like it wasn't a beanie. It was like Kind of, it was a bucket hat without the rim. Oh my god! Like just like one of those like fur hats, like old women wear. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy, I'm so sorry for you. you. <laughs> Definitely the worst. Oh yeah, my god, I mean, probably somewhere, but deep. deep. We're all we're all Please waiting for like the glow up post now, right? Oh my god! Oh my god! I feel so bad for you. But most of my outfits were honestly like limited to as well. My one of the people I was friends with in middle school were a model for a limited to. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie about that but I also was like a huge nerd and one of my worst like style it wasn't even an outfit but I had these glasses that were like light blue like rimmed glasses like oval rim and they were spongebob <laughs> and I wore them literally throughout middle school until eighth grade when I got contacts and I thought I would come to school on my first day of eighth grade and no one realized that I was I'm like I'm not wearing the awkward SpongeBob glasses. No one cared. No one cared. They were like, "We still think you're a loser." <laughs> but that was definitely my worst, my worst thing that ever came in my style. Wait, I think you I didn't win. have that that movie experience of like you take the glasses off and all of a sudden like slow mo hair blowing. Yeah, She's beautiful, guys. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, no, that didn't happen. Are you saying movies lied happen. to Honestly, us? Honestly. 
Movies have lied to us, except for the fact that in ninth grade, when I got my braces off, the cutest boy in school was like, oh my God, you got your braces off. You look great. And I was like, oh my God, a cute boy talked to me, which is like <laughs> when I still like boys. But it was like a moment for me. I was like, he recognized that I got those braces off, which means so much. <laughs> when do you feel like you got to a point where you dressed well? Like what was like the turning point? Or like dressed like you even, you know? Well, dressed like me? Like I honestly, like my first day of 12th grade, I went to school in a button down, a bow tie and a cardigan. And I was like, I'm going to do this. Yes. And people liked it. People liked it and people respected it. And it was also funny because then from there, I literally would dress up all the time. I wore, I, I would try to dress like classy, but also wear like, I would wear like jeans, but then I would wear a white button down, a black bow tie to high school and a black cardigan, which I look back and I'm like, that was silly, but also I looked good. <laughs> <laughs> I would get compliments. And I remember like one day that I didn't wear like that stuff to school. And I kind of like, you know, like in 12th grade, people would, people would wear like, I mean, it was normal to wear like sweatpants or something in school like that was dressed really down and that was never me. And I did it one day and people were like, are you okay? <laughs> and I was like, I'm fine. Like I thought this was normal. They're like, you don't do this. You wear like ties to school. And I was like, yeah, but like I thought I would dress down. And it was just like a shock to everyone. Like people knew what I wore to school, which was ties. Yeah. Like, I would wear ties all the time. I had, like, a collection of bow ties I still do. When when people were in high school and you used to, like, name everyone by, like, the one defining feature, you were probably, like, tie girl to everyone, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But also, which was really funny to me, because, like, I thought dressing this way would also express the fact that I was gay. I wasn't, like, shining a rainbow flag around. <laughs> but, like, I w if you asked me, I would tell you I was gay in 12th grade. Like, that was, I was fine with being out. And so, which is funny that, like, later on, people were like, I didn't know you were gay. I was like, I wore ties to school. <laughs> like, do straight girls do that? And they were like, oh, makes sense now. But, like, no one thought about it, which was even crazier to me. It was like, I wore this stuff to school, and, like, mo majority of the people were not like, oh, that girl's gay. Which was crazy. Like, I always thought, like, my that would represent me in some way. But I, like, also loved it because I was like, wow. So, like, ties don't really have to represent, like, this sexual preference. Because I don't think, like, dressing a tomboy means you're gay. Like, I just think it's this thing that you should, everyone should feel comfortable dressing unisex, dressing tomboy. And, like, the fact that people didn't put me in a category, like, meant so nice. much to me. It was really great. I didn't have the same experience. I wasn't, <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> I wasn't, like, I wasn't as comfortable as early on. I mean, I was an athlete, like, total athlete in high school and college. So I, like, had that athlete What look. sports? Uh, basketball and soccer. So gay. So softball gay. is actually the softball's the only sport I've I ever played. I played softball in like in honestly like second grade. But so yeah, basketball like basketball was totally like yeah. I dated I dated a girl in on your basketball on my basketball team. <laughs> oh twice. my god, I dated twice? two different girls on my team. Um, but anyway, so like in college, like I kind of used that like athlete like status to kind of like dress as like a tomboy and stuff because I wasn't out. Whenever I, like, dressed, like, myself, like, kind of, like, a New Yorker, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to school, like, upstate, and, like, people were, like, what are you wearing? Like, even my friends were, like, oh, you're such a hipster, blah, blah, blah. And I was, like, I was, like, this isn't hipster. Like, this is just, like, edgier than flannels and ripped jeans, you know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. Like, <laughs> little different. Um, and so, like, and, you know, guys and girls were, like, attracted to that. And I think, like, once I found that, like, I realized the confidence is what's attractive. Like, when you're confident in what you're wearing, 
And then when I moved to New York, like I've been living in Brooklyn for almost a year now. And I think this is like the most confident I've been in like what I wear. I dress a certain way to go to work, like my eight to five job. But after that, like I experiment with all different kinds of clothes and like it's really I, fun when we do our photo shoots yeah, i honestly think like style progresses with you and like i i feel more more and more comfortable every year like it wasn't like i was 100 percent comfortable in high school but like the more i go on with life and like even just like because my my parents were a little like oh don't dress like that like people like are gonna think different of you or like don't do like certain things like i had a moment in time where i wanted to cut my hair and i was my parents were like no you can't do that and i was like why? Why? Like, why not? I mean, I didn't ever, ever cut my hair too short, but I cut it short enough that I like, I liked it that way. And then my parents were cool with it. But like, it was like growing with myself and growing with everything around me. And then it was more and more like no one cared the way I dress and no one cares now. And then the more and more I do it, like, I also live on the Upper East Side of Manhattan, which is like classy people. Mm -hmm. And like, I go out in like my tomboy outfit sometimes, like a snapback, like backwards hat and stuff like that. I get looks and I'm just like, I look fucking good right now and I don't care what you think. <laughs> but like, it's still like, it's still about like, I'm confident now more than ever, but I think it grows as I get older and older, like of how I'm comfortable with what I am. Yeah. I mean, your, your short hair story, like actually just reminded me that when I was like, I don't know how old I was. I was maybe like eight or something. Mm -hmm. And I just like, my mom was out of the country and like I was with my grandma and like I had wanted to cut my hair short for so long, like when I was young and like my mom was out of the country. So I had my grandma take me to cut my hair oh, and no. I cut it all off <gasps> and my mom came back <laughs> freaked out <laughs> best grandma ever though yeah, i know seriously. well i don't think she 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 had short hair so i don't think she had any idea like any concept different. at all of like gayness like mm -hmm. she was like oh whatever like she's a cute girl like it doesn't <laughs> matter what her hair looks like i was like so happy about it and like people m mistook me for like a guy a boy all the time but like after that i kind of like in order to fit in and everything i like immediately went back to like dressing girly and and wearing girly colors and everything like that to just fit in so it's weird how like when you're super young you're like the most authentic self and then, oh, you, I used and to then wear, you're influenced i used to wear boys underwear my mom would bring me to old navy and i would buy boys underwear <laughs> and she would let me and they like that was normal in elementary school like throughout elementary school there's it's really funny because there's a photo of my family when we went to italy when i was in maybe third grade or maybe older, I don't know. But there's literally a photo of me sitting backwards and you can see the boy underwear sticking out of my <laughs> pants. And I was like, there I am. There I am. That is me. <laughs> and I was wearing like the girliest outfit, but I'm wearing boys briefs. Yeah. Like, and I loved it. And I, my mom let me do it. But I also like, it didn't matter what everyone else thought because it was under my clothes. No one really saw it, but I was wearing those boys underwear. And I First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people 
and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount Plus. I'm in a period of emotional people. Is that all the oh, I don't care crap? A little adventure. Where are you going? I'm gonna steal a bird from the Russian pigeon mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little Wing, rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Terramont Plus. Yeah. You know you need protein to fuel results, but it's not easy when you're drinking the same bland, chalky shake every day. Stop punishing yourself and get to GNC for the best protein in the game, including all the hottest brands and crave-worthy flavors that'll keep you coming back for more. We're talking protein that legit tastes like cookies, your favorite cereals, indulgent desserts, and more. So bust out of your protein rut and actually look forward to those shakes with unbeatable protein at unbeatable prices. Fuel your fitness with protein at GNC. When I was little, I cut my hair short, which I still have short, but I uh, cut it short because it. I wanted to match. My best friend was a boy, and we had, like, matching outfits, so we had, like, and also, like, the gayest freaking outfits ever. We had, like, jeans and a white t-shirt and, like, tan leather jackets that we had that we, like, matched in. Oh um, and I was like, but I want to match more. So I wanted to like cut all my hair off. And so they did let me cut, you know, got like a little pixie cut and whatever so that I could match more. And it's funny because I had it short for a really long time. And then through like high school and college, like kind of went through like growing it out again and then being like, no, I hate this and like cutting it. And then, you know, like, yeah, you'd run into that like, oh, someone called me sir again damn it, like, maybe I should grow my hair out again. And then I hated it, and yeah. I cut it back on. And yeah, I think I've hit the point now of just, like, fuck it. I like my hair short. I look good with it short. Like, Yeah, you do. It's funny. I look so good. And I've also, like, I've been called sir with just my hair <laughs> yeah. this long. And because I wore a snapback that I'm... I, uh, this is a funny story, though. I walked into a Starbucks that had construction going on, and I didn't realize. And I walked in, and there was, like, all construction guys. And they were like, sir, this, we're not open today. And I was like... First of all, I'm not, sir. But second of all, like, <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> like, but I was long hair. Like, I have medium length hair, but like, also men now. Yeah. A lot of men have this hair, and man buns is a thing. Which man bun is the stupidest word I've ever heard. Um, but it's a thing, and now like, it, it's funny because like I've I'm called sir, and I never expected that in my life because I was like, oh, I never cut my hair short. I, even if I dress this way, like, not every. But now people are just like, oh, like. There is a more androgynous culture, even with men that wear, like, a little yeah. more feminine clothing, and it's just, like, and, it's great. And if someone calls you sir, like, who the fuck cares? I mean... Oh, yeah. Oh, no, I yes. love it. I embrace it. I'm like, yes. <laughs> I, I can't be, like, both no. of you are, like, you know, when we ask, oh, when did you find your style? And you're both like, well, in 12th grade. And I'm like, oh, my God, I have pictures from, like, six years ago where I'm like, no one should ever... Facebook, the things that pop up all the time, and they're like, here's your memories from five oh, no. years ago. And I'll just, like, turn to my wife, and I'm like, why did you date me? Look at what... Look at me. <laughs> look at what I'm wearing. Why did, were you seen in well, public? Well, it's funny, because, like, I'm always, like, I'm hoping that... that in the future, like, looking at, like, the dapper outfits that I wear now that I won't look back and be like, that was horrible. But I feel like that's always going to happen no matter what. Like, it's very rare that people look back and, like, are like, like oh, I always look I always looked good. And I'm like, no, it's not going to happen to me. Like, I still have some looks that I, like, really thought was amazing back in the day and people appreciate it. And now I look back and I'm like, ew. <laughs> I mean, it's good, right? It means, like, you glowed up. It means, like, yeah, yeah it glowed up. You, yeah, I, yeah, I'm serious. You should, uh, we should, like, all do 
glow up posts now oh god what, what was yours ellie do you have oh an embarrassing god. middle school yeah no i mean like, i let off with i literally was in a teal sweatsuit like it was teal on teal and there was yeah. a monkey on my shirt it was so I, honestly i feel like <laughs> i had the same one but it wasn't teal it was more of like a baby blue like i had a baby blue sweatsuit that i wore and yeah. i thought was uh okay i had a marvin the martian like snapback baseball cap that i used to wear like every day and i used oh, to wear it backwards there's definitely backwards some baseball cap in like every picture of me from age like 16 to like 18 it's just to me in that hat <laughs> yeah there there's a lot of hats that i regret <laughs> i wish i was i'm not gonna lie i lost on. that hat and i would wear it now if i had <laughs> it's a great hat i love it so we talked a little bit you touched on when you were wearing ties, you were like, you should have known that I was gay. How do you feel like being gay lends itself to your personal style? Well, I think when I first came out, honestly, like, I felt this need to be masculine. And then eventually I was like, okay, that's not necessary. But, like, it was in the beginning of, like, like, oh, I'm gay. Like, there's, like, I feel felt like, like this masculine. Yeah, yeah, like, you feel this masculine presence come through and you're like in culture it's always like the man and the woman so like it's always like who's the man in the relationship of like now like being gay and you're like oh i need to be the man like (laughs) Mm -hmm. like right when i came out it was like that feeling of like i need to be the man so it came into my like style a little bit and then eventually it like faded away and i was like that's silly like why did i ever think that was necessary i think that totally happens i feel like when you first come out you're like because maybe your whole life you felt like you wanted to try men's clothes or you wanted to try dressing this way or you wanted to try cutting your hair so I feel like when you're finally out you go all the way on the extreme end of the spectrum and you like you go full masculine or full whatever gay. like full gay <laughs> and then and then you kind of find your style once you like are more comfortable with yourself and you're not in that like kind of manic Just coming out coming out phase I feel like yeah, I feel like that's a very common thing to happen. Well, and I think yeah. there's also something about, like, especially when you first come out, so much of, of what you see in terms of, like, what women are attracted to is that, is that style, exactly. you know? And so exactly. I think everyone kind of goes through that initial phase of, like, I want to look like that, like what women want, you know? Like, I want to have that clean-cut, yes. masculine style because that's what that's what'll catch their eye, you know? And I think it to a lot of people, I think that does become an aesthetic that feels really comfortable and feels really, you know, oh, yeah, like definitely themselves. But I think, I agree, I think a lot of us go through that initial phase of like, I'm gay, you gotta dress like a dude. I feel like <laughs> I'm still going through that phase, like yeah. trying to figure out like what types of masculine things I can pull off because I'm very yeah. femme presenting. Like to me... It's also a way of, like, trying to tell other gay people, I'm gay. Like, look at me. I'm just like you. You know what I mean? You want to find the other people that are like you. And it's very easy to find when you're, like, when you all dress, like, a similar way. Yeah. So, like, I think it really does help in that way. Because, like, especially because, like, I mean, there there are gay bars in the city. But when you just go out in general and, like, besides, like, making a certain eye contact with someone and being like, maybe yeah. she's gay. <laughs> There's always that, like, physical presence of, like, their style that you're like, oh, it definitely can be that. I feel like there are, there are, it's more complex than that. Oh, because it's, like, there's also the layer of, like, there is a lot of, like, internalized homophobia in the lesbian community where, I don't know, I read this, like, survey that was saying, like, most lesbians are attracted to femme women. 
like you wonder like if it's really that they are or if it's really that because of like not even social media like mainstream media and like all of that that like people think like that's the idea of beauty so like if you like women that that's the ideal woman mm-hmm. and I think like a lot there are a lot of women that present as femme that are not even like as confident as they would be if they were if they felt comfortable dressing in other ways and and if they knew that other people would still be attracted to them if they dressed in men's clothes or if they expen- experimented more with their image and yeah. i think it's this fear that exists that like if you look too different that like you won't yeah. appeal well, so like yeah mainstream media has a huge part of it and i think like growing up like we didn't really have a lot like i mean there's ellen and she's a dykey lesbian yeah she's not like a feminine lesbian but her wife is but like you didn't get a lot of her wife when you grew up like like ellen page who wasn't out but like dressed in a certain way and there's all this like but a lot of tv shows nowadays are presenting like literal like an everyday woman yeah. as a lesbian. Like, I've seen a couple of TV shows more recently. It's just like, here's this normal, like, maybe feminine, maybe a little tomboy, like, woman yeah. who is gay. And, like, yeah. that was not something I saw when I was growing up. And that's something that was like, oh, that can be a lesbian too. Like, yeah. and that's something that's, like, huge. And that's something that was part of, like, figuring out your identity, figuring out your clothing, figuring out everything in and being gay all in together and yeah. it's just like it's hard it's all about yeah it is really hard it's hard to reach that point it's hard to like I think our goal is to encourage other people to reach that point but mm-hmm. I think like no one should feel like super pressured that they're not at that point yet or that they don't have it figured out because it's a process and it's an experiment it's an experiment yeah or that you have to look a certain way I mean I think that you're both right what, what you're getting at with you know our generation, especially, I think, growing up, the media has really informed what we think of as gay or what we think of as, you know, like, being an authentic queer style, you know? And I think it's something that, that mm-hmm. Ellie's brought up a lot in um, on the podcast and just, you know, in your own stuff, like, on your Instagram and everything. What does it mean, really, to be a more feminine person in the queer community? How do you represent that? How do you feel comfortable with that? Um, I'm really curious to see like, you know, kids growing up these days who are going to have such a different, a different space in the media in terms of, you know, seeing more femme presenting queer characters on TV shows and in real life, you know, seeing, seeing people who kind of are really in a more androgynous space. Sarah Ramirez, what's the show she's on right now? Madam Secretary, is that right? I met her. Yeah, we met her at we both met her. We met her oh, as a my God. I mean, that though. when that yeah, picture really first cool. dropped of her in that in the suit with the sh- with the mm-hmm. haircut suit. and I mean, people Almost just the lost their yeah, yeah. minds, you know, because it is. It's like it's in oh a it's an aesthetic that you don't see very often, you know, that kind of like dressed up yeah. really androgynous style. Like I think mm-hmm. I think it's going to be really interesting mm-hmm. to see how that changes the dynamic in the queer community itself of, you know, like what do people want to look like and what do they look for in others and i'm excited i'm excited for the next generation you guys yeah i'm excited for (laughs) the future yeah yeah hopefully we can be a big part of that yeah i think you're i think you're already on your way right for you guys speaking of the future what do you hope to see in the fashion world in the next few years i think there was just a runway show right new york fashion week men's fashion week and it was the first men's fashion show that had no men in it and mads page and tj were in it yeah and it was just like i think that 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 is what that's That's, the future like that's the future is like no everything no gender unisex androgynous whatever you want to call it like that can be the future of fashion that can be the future of pop culture like fluidity 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 exactly that's what 
feel like we need and that's what we want and like so I said like I feel like top brands um need to come to terms with like if you were to sell unisex clothing like no like it would 100% do well yeah so like no reason to put a men and women section anymore like and I think like blur blur the lines between there and I think it's not limited to like the LGBTQ community I think like straight men and straight women always want to kind of like they want to experiment and they they kind of have this envy of the lgbt community of the freedom that we have in like our self-expression especially like how we present ourselves physically to remove all labels to remove all assumptions to remove all of that from fashion would just be like incredible and i think like that's where we're headed and i think if new brands want to be successful they're going to realize that and they're going to feed into that yeah exactly Awesome. Um, tell us a little bit about what's coming up specifically for Dapper Tomboy. Do you have events? Do you have things that you want to let our listeners know about? We do. We, we do. do. We have an event coming up this spring. No. Uh, <laughs> we, don't have, we don't have many clues We to don't want to give you anything, because... but we'll give you the exclusive, which is the like... Our, uh, our, our theme our or theme. our uh, campaign yes. is going to be Who Let, Who Let the, the Tomboys Tom- Out. <laughs> yes. It's going to oh be my really exciting. <laughs> and um, it's going to be in New York City. Yeah. Um, it's going to be big. It's going to be big. We and hope. We, it's in the works. We have a lot of hopes and dreams. And we hope <laughs> they all come true. <laughs> oh, my so God. So this spring, get ready. Okay. You know, of course, more suiting involved and it's dressing gonna be, up. It's going to be an event, but it's also going to be a little bit of a start of a movement, and mm-hmm. it might turn into this kind of series Yeah, that we do. I'm excited. Yeah. So keep keep your calendars just... open, guys. Yes. Yes, okay. yes exactly. Keep, keep, keep that keep spring open. open. You're going to have... <laughs> it's going to be good. <laughs> okay. So I think... Is it is it time, Ellie? Yes. I think it's time for okay. our Q and gay. Q. 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 And. and, and gay. gay. It's time for Q&A. If you guys have oh not God, listened to the it. podcast before, uh, we like to end our episodes with a segment called Q&A. So we're going to ask you some questions that Ellie and I have written, and mm-hmm. then what we do is we put them up on our Twitter, and we let our listeners answer as well. So uh, I'm going to let you start. Take it away, Ellie. All Q&A. Right. Q&A number one. Tie or bow tie? Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Internal crisis. Um... <laughs> I used to be 100% bow tie, but I honestly might say tie. I think I would say tie, too, so that yeah. someone can pull on it. All yeah. right. <laughs> Ooh, someone can pull on it. That is such a good answer. Um, yeah. um, okay, number two. Out of the following choices, how would you categorize yourself or your style? Uh, chapstick, lipstick, nude lip, or Carmex? Chapstick. Chapstick. <laughs> <laughs> I like how oh, we're both the I same. know. We, we have nice. I love it. All right. Question number three. How many blazers do you own? There's four options. Zero, one or more, five or more, or ten or more. Oh, my God. Five or more? Five or more. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are on the same page. <laughs> we're literally on the same level. Uh, right okay. What is the most stereotypically queer fashion item out of snapback flannel or birkenstocks flannel snapback Ooh, really? ooh, disagreement okay. finally <laughs> this is a great because this... so many straight girls wear flannels like where i went to college now everyone wore straight flannel. girls now wear snapbacks too well they're stealing everything I'm not backwards they're backwards yes what straight girls wear i will show you backwards? i will show you they're my n- sister is 
restrained. She wore a snapback. She, because you're gay. <laughs> She's influenced. It's, not, it's unfair. It's an unfair character. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. I guess. Mm, all right. All right. It's okay. It's we a, disagree. It's a, it's a disagreement. <laughs> all right. Okay. Next. Next. So number five is, are you usually into someone whose style is A, the same as yours, B, more masculine than yours, that's in quotes, C, more feminine than yours? Fuck. Uh, I like people who are the same as me, but also maybe a little more feminine. But yeah. mo- mostly, I like the same as me. Like I, I want to share clothes. <laughs> yeah, I think I like. I think I like like the same as me, but maybe a little more feminine. But the thing is that I switch between masculine and feminine, like depending on the day. So like I like someone who's kind of like that too. And it's also totally about the energy. It's not about the way they dress. So like someone can dress masculine and have like a total feminine energy, or vice versa. So I like someone who's kind of in the middle. Yeah, I would agree. Nice. Yeah. Last question. Are you personally more comfortable dressed up or dressed down? Fuck. <laughs> I say I, I'm always comfortable when I'm like dressed down and I don't really try. When I feel like I'm not trying, I portray this more confident thing. But when I put on a suit, it like makes me feel so empowered and so incredible. Yeah. So it's like in between both of those because like I can't. I mean, like I said, I put on a suit and I'm like, shit, <laughs> like I look good. <laughs> but when I dress like a normal outfit every day, I'm like, okay, like I still feel that. In, like I'm, I'm like, I'm confident in what I'm wearing. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say kind of in the middle. Like I don't feel super com- like, I guess, I don't know. I feel yeah, confident in anything. Yeah. Like, I, but I think I feel confident somewhere in between. Like I, like when I go out, like those kind of outfits, cause I don't dress up like in a suit when I go out, but I don't dress down. So like that in between is like where I feel most comfortable. Maybe I'll add like a third option on the Twitter to just be like, I look good always. Or just I mean, dress like, up. Yeah, dress <laughs> down. That's or pretty dressed. much what we said. Yes. Dress pretty much what we said. Dressed. Not dressed at all. That's my most comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> so remember uh our listeners you guys can also give us your answers on our twitter that is at les hangout pod and we just want to say gabby natasha thank you guys so much for being on oh my god this thank was you this was um we could have talked for like three more hours <laughs> <laughs> well, i mean we might after we stop recording that's fine <laughs> um do you want to plug uh where people can find dapper tomboy yes um, you can go to DapperTomboy.com. I mean, you can search Dapper Tomboy on Tumblr. It's the same thing. Um, and then official Dapper Tomboy on Instagram. We have a Twitter, too, Dapper Tomboy. It's just Dapper Facebook, Tomboy. too. Facebook, Dapper Tomboy. But Instagram, Tumblr, definitely the place. Instagram, Tumblr is our most frequent visits. Yeah. So check us out. We might have more future content on other platforms in the future, but we'll mm-hmm. see. Check them out. <laughs> Keep a- an eye out for that spring party. Where can we find you guys individually if you want people to follow you guys? Oh, okay. Individually is Gab Kirsch. So it's G-A-B-K-I-R-S-E-H on Instagram. And I'm going to be very clear on this. My Instagram is at the only Natasha. So I... When, like, I don't give out my number, you know, like, I give out my Instagram, so I'm like, find me the only Natasha, and I realized that people weren't following me, because they were probably searching Natasha, and they're like, this bitch isn't the only <laughs> Natasha, and I'm like, no, no, you have to type in the, the only Natasha. <laughs> okay, no spaces, no underscores, no, just the only nope. Natasha. Yep. Got it. Yep. Uh, well, you can also find us on Instagram and on Facebook. We are at Les Hangout Pod. Or you can email us at leshangoutpod at gmail.com. 
You can check us out at our website, which is leshangoutpod.com. And if you like what you're hearing, you can rate and review us on iTunes. It really helps other people find the podcast, and we love to hear what you think. If you want to follow us individually, the best place to find me is on Twitter. I'm at LSH Foster. And the best place to find me is on Twitter and Instagram at Ellie Brigida. So thank you again, Gabby and Natasha. We had so much fun with you guys. Yeah, we had had a lot of fun. (laughs) And with that, I'm Ellie. And I'm Lee. And And let's let's hang hang out again soon. soon. Let's hang out.